If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, with me for the last time in 2022 is my dear brother Travis. Here I am. There you are. (laughs) Do you think anybody besides perhaps our brother Spencer, if he's listening, knows the movie reference I just made. <laughs> oh, man. Hang on. Here I, oh, that's uh, Tommy Boy. No. Uh, Black Beverly Hills Ninja? Yep. Okay. It's, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's Beverly, Beverly Hills Ninja. I knew it was Chris <laughs> Farley. <laughs> man. Here I am. Dude. It's a- <laughs> that's in the very opening scene, I think, where he's trying to impress the whoever the, uh, oh, the, yeah. the love interest is. Right. He's trying to like show off his ninja skills. Yeah, he's the last ninja in the in the dojo or whatever. I'm guessing he's hiding behind something that's way too small for him. Something like and that. And he yeah. thinks that no one sees him. Right. And he pops out. Here I am. Exactly. I don't remember exactly, but man, we were huge Chris Farley fans, dude. Who wasn't? Man? Mega. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Uh, so this is the last episode of the year, dude. This is it. What better time than now to, to do a little tribute to Chris Farley? Where'd that come from? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Came from the deep... You know, murky depths of my brain. Depths of the nostalgic river. Where that stuff just, it just lives there rent free and just comes out of nowhere. You know what it does? It goes, here I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he pops up and, you know, a little, a little Chris Farley line just comes out of my mouth, you know, Man. unexpectedly. So we've been doing our best of 2022 episodes this whole month. And now we're down to the top 10, my favorite five and your favorite five. This maybe goes without saying at this point, but this is more a representation of my favorite artists of the year or my favorite albums from these artists for the year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like there's, it It took me, I mean, a long time, dude, with one of these albums to, to narrow down to which song I'm going to play today. Same. For, for multiple are these choices, dude? Like, there's so many good songs on on some of these albums. Just moments ago, I was listening to all the releases that this guy put out this year on shuffle, just trying to like narrow it down. Yeah, because I'm the same. It's like it's it's hard sometimes to rep, to try to narrow it down to one song to represent an artist because then you listen to it, the the next one and you're like, oh man, you know what? Maybe that one's a little bit better. Yeah, and then you're like, but you know what though? This shows off the way that the album plays with this exactly so i want to play this song so that i can show off but you know what dude that's our job isn't really to ruin the surprises of a good album right I, my hope is that that the songs i pick will at least get you to to jump into the rest of the record yeah because i yeah man i got some great 
picks for tonight. Two of these picks for me tonight are, are artists that you already brought over the last two weeks. That's right, because I, st- I stole your thunder. You did. But here's, you know, two more tracks from two of our collective like favorite artists, which is great. So, you know, like you said off mic and like I said off mic earlier, one of the tracks I'm bringing is going to get split into two different clips and same yeah. for you. Same for me. It needs to be done, dude. We're going to do rapid fire for realsy this time. It's, I think this might be the the first true rapid fire of the year. We're going to do it, man. So let's jump right into it. Exactly. So the good thing about uh, two of my artists is that you already kind of teed them up in previous weeks. Like I said, even uh, I think it was last week it was Cloakroom, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm bringing another track from Cloakroom. You brought Doubts, which... I actually debated, like, you know what? Doubts pretty much, like, tells the story perfectly. I don't need to bring another Cloakroom track. But then I think the very next track on the record, which is the last track, does a really good job showing the doomgazy side of them and, like, the grunge side of them a little bit better than Doubts does. Because Doubts is way left field. Like you said, it's way out of left field on the record. There's nothing doomy about Doubts. It's very light, alt-rocky kind of kind of stuff, right? And that's not the full picture of, of Cloakroom. So I'm going to play, like I said, the very next track on the record. So once again, here is Cloakroom. This is off their record, Disillusion Wave. The song is called Dissembler.
Great track. Great track. Tempting to let it keep playing, too, because I, as you just heard, it transitioned into an entirely different sound and vibe. Well, that's, you a, know? that's a good little teaser, dude. That'll make it anyone hearing that for the first time want to dive dive in. And, and it's a perfect you know, representation of what the whole record is. Like From track to track, they'll go from something that's grungier, kind of doomier, to something a little bit lighter. And within the same track, they'll do that sometimes, like with this one, you know. So Doubts was was more light, you know, and kind of alt-rocky. The song had a little bit of grunge to it, like I was saying. And toward the end of the song, it transitions into this lighter kind of alt-rocky, you know, shoegazy kind of thing. And it's just it's just a, a masterful record, man. They really they really pulled it off. This came out in January, too. So, you know, this was a early front runner for me and probably for you, too. Because, like, I knew oh, yeah. this was on my, on my best of 2022 list from from the jump you know like i knew i'd be bringing a track from this record yeah i think it was either a song from this record or a song from the new animal collective that was the first track on my best of 2022 playlist when i started it yeah hands down one of the best records of the year if you're not convinced yet go check it out dissolution wave amazing record all right q rapid fire what you got for your first pick all right man i i feel like i may have brought two tracks from this group already is what you heard. One of them was a introduction song for one of our watches um, right when this album dropped. And another one I think was a single from this record. Maybe it may have been last year. So I've been digging on this group for at least a year now. Uh, Honey Glaze is the group. Can't forget that name, right? This album of theirs, it's self-titled, their first full length, came out in April of this year. And man, this is this is a perfect like folk pop record. I mean, I don't know if that's even the best way to describe what they are, but man, there's something about this group, dude. I love uh Anuska Sokolo. She's the the lead singer. Tim Curtis, uh that's the two main members of the group. And yeah, let's just rapid fire, dude. I don't know. Do you remember anything about this group? No, I don't. Very playful with their lyrics. She's very like self-aware and, you know, all her lyrics are are very like raw and pokes fun of herself in all the right ways. It's it's just a great record. Very like down to earth and simple and effective, dude. I mean, this whole album just from start to finish is just fantastic dude so let's play and i just landed on this song maybe 10 minutes before we started this recording so here we go this is again honey glaze it's a song off of their self-titled song is called childish things Sunday sense filled with pain, wet cement, think of 
Yeah, I was captivated by that, man. Like, I, you know, that's one of those lyricists that you, you kind of, you have to stop and pay attention, you know? Yeah. And I was reading along with the lyrics and, because you had it pulled up on your screen and I saw at the bottom it says repeats times five. I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And each time it's, it's, it's slightly different. different. Yeah. And I it, love that. It's I love very it. cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I played so much of it. I just wanted, really wanted to drive that point home that like, it's the same it's the same verse, yeah. If you want to call it that over and over and over. Again. And I think that's that's uh, you know when it's done right, the message she's trying to get across. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I'm gonna repeat this five times. You know, yeah. Getting lost inside my head. Think of all the childish things I've said, and that's like like what I'm saying. You know, it's very raw. Most of her lyrics are very like self-observant. You know, yeah, uh-huh. almost like a diary entry or something. Right, exactly like that, dude. I can't stress this enough, dude. The whole album, like as a whole, fantastic, dude. It's a great. I mean, it's it's short and sweet. Give it a listen. That was Honey Glaze. We're gonna rapid fire it, dude. Pass it back to you. What you got? 
Okay, so I purposely put Cloakroom and Fleshwater as my first two just to get those kind of played. And then I can have my last three as like, you know, artist you haven't heard yet from me. But anyway, so I'm going to play Fleshwater. And I think you brought that first week, maybe. So it's been a couple of weeks since you guys have heard this record. And I played the Razor's Apple. You did. And my plan was to play two tracks because Razor's Apple immediately follows the track I'm going to play, which is called Closet, and it kind of blends into each other. But I'm just going to play Closet by itself, and it's two minutes and two seconds long. So I'm going to play the whole track, and it is such a different track from Razor's Apple that I think you're getting kind of the two sides of them here. What I love about Closet is it brings me back to all the things that we love about Emery, the week's end that mm. record oh what an album yeah right that was like one of one of the the one kind of emo records that i that i kind of was attracted to anyway it's that like clean vocal delivery paired with screaming vocals right and they kind of have that dynamic there's two singers on fleshwater right anyway so here we go again this is fleshwater and the song is called closet it dude it fades right into uh the razor's apple after that yeah yeah dude uh that's that's the song that got me yes me too man that that piqued my interest when i first heard it yeah and it reminded me of coheed and cambria or uh Mm -hmm. the mars volta that you know that era of of uh hardcore yeah email stuff Mm -hmm. love it love it yeah again dude i mean we don't have to say this I, I, you know, again, 
but I will. You know, this is this is uh, a time, dude. This is the time to be a fan of the music we grew up with. Like these indie bands are putting out records that are pitch perfect to that era of rock, and you know they're putting their own spin on it. And I think it's in in some ways sometimes even better than uh, you know who they are imitating, right? Uh, and yeah, Fleshwater is definitely a band to to pay attention to, uh, you know, see what see what they do next, right? All right, Q, back to you. And man, we're flying, dude. We're doing it, brother. We've never flown this fast before. A true rapid fire episode. That's what people want, right? Just get just get on with the tunes. Just get on with the tunes. Well, you know, I may have a little bit more things to say about my next few, but. Me too. But we're, we're making good time, Q. So I'm going to pass it back to you. What's your next pick? All right. This is also a group that, that you've heard before on this podcast. Widow's Peak or Widow Speak. Anyways. It could be one of those uh, twofers, you know. It's one of those twofers. Uh, this group released another one of my... <laughs> I mean, of course, it's another one of my favorites I mean, of the obviously. year. Because this is the last episode and this is our top five. Uh, the jacket was released back in March of this year. Uh, they also made it on my favorite. I think, I think um, Nathan Forster, friend of the show, had this song, "The Good Ones," from their album Plum from 2020 on mm-hmm. his, the playlist that he sent us. When we, I think we reached out to him and a few other of our our you know friends of the show asking them for their favorites of that year, or it could have been for the best of the decade. Anyways, The Good Ones was one of my favorite songs of 2020. Again, The Jacket just came out in March, and this is another just fantastic record right from the rip, dude. And what they do so great is this is another group that keeps it really simple, but, man, is it just a mood, dude. And so it's... uh, Singer-songwriter Molly Molly Hamilton and guitarist Robert Earl Thomas, who also, uh, he releases a lot of solo stuff. And uh, Widow's Peak is, quote, a project perennially anchored by warm, expansive arrangements, references to 90s dream pop, 60s psychedelia, and a certain unshakable Pacific Northwestness. No wonder I love it, dude. Now we're getting to the bottom of it. And this is another one of those uh, examples of, like, I could have played any song from the record. While You Wait might be my favorite, but I brought that one earlier on. What You Heard, that's the the opener. So I'm going to jump down to the closer of the record. This song is called Sleeper. So into 
see why they call it sleeper because it's very like laid back kind of puts you in this like you know easy breezy kind of feeling you know yeah the whole record has that vibe does it okay and it gives me this like velvet underground Mm -hmm. vibe with the bongos and the guitar tone i yeah i did totally and i love his guitar work dude i love that tone they're from the pacific northwest According to that little blurb that I read. That, you know, this this lyric jumped out at me, Q. So I'll turn off the highway at my exit, and I'm still singing Yellow Rose of Texas. Hmm. There you go, Q. That's, that's, that's me. I'm in Texas. <laughs> well, it says their origin is New York. Well, well which is it? So maybe it's just that they... That <laughs> maybe it's not that they're from Pacific Northwest. Maybe they just bring this Pacific Northwest vibe. With their tunage. Uh, what vibe would that be, Q? I don't know. Dude. Well, here we go. Gloomy. Molly Hamilton wrote the songs in her hometown, Tacoma, Washington. There you go. We drove through Tacoma trying to get to Olympia. We did. I, actually, that uh, Cosmonaut. Is that where that coffee shop? Cosmonaut Coffee was Oh, Tacoma. shit. I forgot, dude. I got an email back from Hertz. I got to check that shit. Oh. So, you think they um, got the coffee mug? God, I hope so. Travis left a really cool coffee mug that he bought at my favorite coffee shop in Tacoma. Yeah, he left man. it in in the uh, rental car, so he's been bumming. I made about a real new mistake. Um, well, let's well, take this uh, dude, time it, since uh, we've been uh, rapid firing. To, let's 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 get the go, news, dude. dude. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, dear okay. Travis. Unfortunately, that's not good. <laughs> your lost coffee mug has not been located at this time. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think they need to specify that it's lost. Yeah, that's redundant. Your hurts. lost coffee mug has not been found. <laughs> It's like, well, that's implied when you said that it hasn't yeah, been found well, yet. Yeah, thanks for rubbing the salt in that wound. Jesus. It's funny because coffee mug is actually one of the items that they have in their select dropdown of like common things that people leave behind. So this is just like, unfortunately, your insert name of thing that they lost here. You know, mm-hmm. this is just a generic email that they send to everybody after a week probably, right? Yeah, in fact, it's been a week since we got back, so... That dude, somebody else is is sipping coffee out of my mug right now. Like the next it's person who rented mug. that car, one hundred percent got a free mug. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I will be just a little bit closer to Tacoma once I move down to Olympia. I will send you money, dude. If you if you go buy me another one of those mugs, man. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Dude. I'm gonna want. Okay. Uh, I'll have a reason to go back to that coffee shop. You definitely will. Well, here's another thank you. I also had left a bag of beans in there, so. I'm not buying any more coffee beans, dude. Well, all right. That's I'm not fine. spending fine. 25 bucks on like a quarter pound of beans. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's fair. 
Really, I cared about the mug more than the beans. So. It was a dope mug, dude. It was. Uh, so yeah, she, Molly Hamilton is from Tacoma, so that's that's where that comes from. So again, that was Widow Speak. Song was called Sleeper off their album The Jacket. Another Favy. And I'll pass it back to you, brother. What you got? All right. So I it would be hard for me not to play a song from this particular guy. Because Spotify informed me that this was my top artist of the year on my Spotify wrapped. Damn. Is it true? Do you feel that way? Yeah, it's true. And and here's the reason why. So this is a, I guess he's he's an electronic composer that I would put primarily in the vaporwave camp. I've played a song from his on like either the March or April. What you heard? He goes by the name Aurograph. And this one particular record that he put out has been on heavy heavy repeat for me this entire year. And there's actually a record that came out last year. Um, but he's and you just have not brought a song yet on this pod. Or I have. The song? funny thing is, I haven't. Okay. I haven't played one from that oh, you record haven't. yet. No, okay. no. So I brought it. What you heard, um, but it was a record of his that came out in this year called. Well, I'm not going to say the number of eights, but it's literally eight eights. That's the name of the record. It's eight eights in a row. It's literally the number eight. This guy is just super prolific. And I'm excited because he put out a record just now that I haven't listened to yet called two, 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 two. Not all of his uh, records are, are numbers based, but um, he's just super prolific, man. Like this year alone, he's put out one, two, three, four, now five records this year. It's looking very, very vaporwave. These super right, vaporwave. These yeah. covers, he man. falls into the tropes, but okay. what I like about him is that you know i feel like vaporwave artists right now are a dime a dozen and there's not you know a lot of them sound the same a lot of them throw in these you know random like saxophone clips and like r&b samples and stuff that i don't really care for you know what super i mean i feel like with vaporwave vocals yes yes like yes. shot a vocals super yes. slowed down yeah i don't i don't i'm not here for that dude yeah for me you. when vapor when vaporwave is done right it's like nothing's better and this guy does vaporwave right at least as far as i'm concerned like i i like this guy's version of you know this very kind of tropey genre right you like so anyway, the cut of his jib i do I think that's i think that's the the phrase yeah we'll go means. with that okay the thing about him is that it's not necessarily one track you know, or a handful of tracks that I like. I just like his music. You know, it's all very consistent. And if I'm listening to him, I'm going to listen to him on shuffle kind of thing, right? Or him, you know, just an album on shuffle or something like that. Because I just like the vibe that I, that he that he puts me into, right? So it was hard for me to, to pick a, a track, but I landed on one. Because uh, like I said, dude, I had freaking four or five records from this year alone to go through to try to determine which one to play. But like I said, I landed on one, so here we go. This song is off of his record Reflection Plane, which came out in July of this year. This song is called Parallels.
Dude, I just want to live there in that world. This one's very like um, retro. Uh, what's it like? Uh, synthwave. Night, night drive. Synthwave. Yeah. 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 And I think that's what he does well is that he incorporates some of that stuff that's more associated with um, like Kavinsky, the Kavinsky. Yeah, Kavinsky's. Yeah, Kavinsky's. <laughs> Everyone exactly. thinks it's the first thought. It is. First thing that comes. It is. Yeah. Have you listened to this Enter uh, the Void record? Looks like it's a live one. A I have Give it a listen, dude. I'm curious how he, he pulls this off live. Yeah, there's actually some stuff I'm noticing that, that is on Bandcamp that's not on Spotify yet. So it, always worth it to, to dive into Bandcamp, dude. There's oh that's but my uh, yacht club I brought mm-hmm. him last week. He's got even more stuff on Bandcamp. Yeah. These prolific artists, yeah. They're gonna drop all the stuff that they're just kind of messing around with on that's, Bandcamp. That's a good point, yeah. So um just to give a little bit more, you know, cred to this guy. He's from Texas, which is kind of cool. Uh, but he, here's probably his biggest claim to fame. He actually, so he moved to Austin. He's born in Laredo, Texas, moved to Austin because that's where you're going to end up if you're a musician and you live in Texas, obviously. That's what I did. Uh, but he became fascinated by the electronic music scene spearheaded by Survive and the Holodeck Records Network. So if the name Survive rings a bell to you, that is the name of Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein's group who are known for the Stranger Things soundtrack. Mm. And Aurograph, a.k.a. Carlos Ramirez is his actual name, he's actually credited as a score mix engineer for the Stranger Things soundtrack. So that's that's legit. Nice. That's, you know, as far as like electronic music... You know, everybody knows the Stranger Things soundtrack from the last few years, right? That's kind of like, if you're going to put your name on something, that's a pretty pretty good one to get, right? For anyway, sure. so yeah, Aurograph, everything he puts out is, is like this. Uh, he's, he's amazing. If you like this kind of music, you can't go wrong with his stuff. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got? We're, we're halfway through. Halfway through. I'm going to bring some, I'm going to bring some Toro y moi, dude. Oh, okay. Did you listen to his album from this year? I may have perused it, but I don't think I, I gave it a, a proper listen. Mahal is the record. And um, just right off the rip, dude, Unknown Mortal Orchestra appears on track one. I know how much you're a fan of that guy. He put out some new stuff this this year, too. Well, ever since Chaz Bundick, a.k.a. Toro Imwa, did that album with the Matson 2 uh, star stuff from 2017 which is one of my favorite records um he has just been getting more and more like psych rock you know like he's he's starting to put that chill wave stuff behind which is you know his claim to fame he was like he was graduating class dude with yeah washed 100%. out and freaking neon indian and all those boys yeah he was one of the one of the founders you know if you want to put it that way really of the yeah the 2010s chill wave movement mm-hmm. This album is not that. It's nothing like that stuff, man. That's what's that's what's made him have the staying power that some of his other chill wave artists didn't have. Is he's so yeah uh, diverse with his his uh, music, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, and I forgot the Matson two show up on one of the one of the songs on this record. So yeah, he's been collaborating with those guys for a while. They're like a jazz duo. They're twins. That's why they called the Matson two. Anyways, I'm gonna play another track off this record. And this was another one that came down to the wire for me for like picking which one to play. But yeah, we're going to jump to track six on the record. This song is called 
last year. Smooth like butter, Q. Like butter. What a great song. What a great song. That's jazz, dude. Very jazzy. And that's another thing he picked up hanging out with the Matson too, man. They're very psych rock, but they're 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 a jazz group first, you know. Yeah, I, I was surprised that this wasn't the track that featured the Madison too. But yeah, everything about that, dude. I love the um you know, there's a little bit of like the the um sixties Yes. Pop, uh, stereo lab kind of stuff. 100%. Look at the album cover. Mm-hmm. Look at his main picture for oh, Spotify. Yeah. Look at that. He's in the freaking Magic School Bus. Yeah, he's he's such a talented songwriter, man. I mean, yeah. when you look at his discography, like it's just so wide ranging, you know, but it's all very cohesive too. Like he has, if you hear a song from him, you know it's him. You know what I mean? Like he has a very yeah. distinct sound that he's come up with. But he's able to, to 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 write with his voice and apply it to any kind of song, right? Psychedelic, obviously chill wave, jazz. He's done some other – I mean, he's got a whole side project uh, uh, where he does more electronic, oh, right. straight-up electronic stuff. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's just a super, super talented dude, you know? Yeah. Goes without saying, great record. Definitely worth a deep dive. Give it a listen all the way through, dude. It's it's a blast. It's definitely a cue up and listen kind of record right there. For you sure. Heard already. All right, pass it back to you, dude. What'd you get? All right, Q. We are entering my my two 
favorite records of this year. This next pick here, this band is no stranger to no filler. So we did a full length episode on this group back in August. So if you want to, you know, get the full story on them, go listen to that episode because we kind of go back more into their history and stuff. But Pincy Slow mm. put out a new record this year. So I brought Smile to Zero on the June What You Heard, which was, I think, either the first or second single that came off of this record. But yeah, they put out a new record called Neglect in August. And Q, I know you're going to be unsettled here by the album art because you're you're not a fan of the album uh, art for <laughs> for this record it's kind of this it's weird like, kind of like this uh, is like an apex twin album cover but like yeah even it's like it basically it's it's the lead singer's face and she's smiling in all of these different shots that they used on the singles and the actual record album art but it's like shown through like this prism yeah, anyway i'm just not a fan we're not here to talk about the album art though q i'm not gonna look at your screen no more dude you know, it's not going to hurt your cue. It's not. This music's gonna gonna take you on a on a trip, though. Okay, so I've I've got two clips from this track because it's actually so on the record. This is two different tracks, but it's essentially one song. And they actually for the for the single they released um, the two uh, tracks together as one. But the the name of the track is the run, as in like I'm running, right? But this track features two other artists that I'm not too familiar with. Um, that could just be, yeah. So there's a, a, an artist named Alcest or Alkist, and then another one named J.K. Flesh that appear on this this uh, these two tracks here. But anyway, I'm just gonna let this kind of play. It's gonna take you on a journey cue. So again, this is Pensy Slow. This is the Doomgazy, Dreamgazy, Parisian group that just put out these beautiful doomgaze songs and this is one of them so here we go Uh, i'm just going to click play here this track is called the run
All right, that's part one of the song cue. Part two is where it starts to shine, though, and some magic happens. So I'm just going to say that. They're doing it different, though. You know, like they've, they've perfected, like they're comfortable in in the pocket, you know, that they've comfortable in the, in the, in the, in the lazy boy that they've crafted. <laughs> yeah. So I found out some more information about the two contributors here just because I was curious. So Alcest is actually the name of a band. The person who's, uh, leading their vocal or lending their vocals to this track is actually the front man of that band. His name is Nige. Um, and then JK flesh. I'm not sure how this person is involved on this track at least, but it is some member from a band called God flesh, which is a band that's been around for a long time. Um, and God flesh apparently is, I'm just going to read the first line of their bio here. If Black Sabbath were reborn as an industrial rock band. <laughs> so anyway, so, you know, Pensy Slow had some contributors on this on this record, on this track only. So uh, they've been making friends uh, out there. But anyway, I'm going to I'm going to pick it up where we left off here. And then something happened in this song to you that just catapults me into the, into the stratosphere, dude. So here we go. Again, this is The Run.
fantastic, dude. Reminds me a lot of Slow Dive. Mm. Uh, especially stuff from their uh, self-titled, their, like their comeback record mm-hmm. that we did a, a full episode on. Yeah, we did. Very similar with uh, female and, and, and male vocals kind of working back and forth in tandem with each other like that. Yeah, and what's Beautiful. interesting is that's that's not Pinsy Slow. That's that's a contributor to the record, right? So that's not the normal sound. It's usually just her vocals, right? So that's what mm-hmm. makes this track, these tracks unique, I should say. But yeah, this was another, like, it was very, very hard for me to pick a track off of this record. I was dead set on playing the very next track called Brutal in Red. Uh, but I decided on these two because I think uh, as amazing as this record is, like there's something really exceptional about those two tracks because of how like kind of soaring, you know, it's very like a, it's a very sweeping kind of like beautiful song that they're writing, right? It's broken into multiple parts. And I think it's like, you know, it's a, um, it's an accomplishment or at least a, um, I don't know, an indicator of how far they've come, you know, just a few short years of as songwriters, right? Like, you know, the, the record that we did in August, I think was their first full length. It was called Don't Believe, Watch Out. And like, you know, a few years later, they put out this record and yeah, they're just writing these beautiful songs, man. Definitely a record of the year for me. Go check them out again. That's Pensy Slow. The record's called Neglect. All right, Q, bringing it back to you. What you got? All right, man. I am really, really excited to play this song because uh, we ha- I haven't featured anything from, from her yet on the pod. I just discovered her this year as an artist named Beth Orton. Have you heard of her? I have not. Well, she's been active since 1993. She's been dropping records since then. And her album, Weather Alive, which came out this... Of course, it came out this year. That's why I'm (laughs) playing it. Uh, Was described by Sam Sadomsky of Pitchfork as the best work of Orton's career. Okay. I don't even know Orton's career. I'm not familiar with her career. But this album, dude, blew me away. This is my favorite album of the year, dude. It's it's a no-brainer, you know? I said Honey Glaze was a close second... It's pretty close, you know, but it's not that close. This is it, dude. This record blew me away. I'm on the edge of my seat, dude. Well, you're not you're not ready for it, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so there was an interview with the New York Times where Orton said, uh, so she she bought this used upright piano in London and started writing songs on it. And she says, no matter where you touch the piano, it just has these resonances. Little ghosts of other chords just keep ringing out, and you're like, oh, that speaks of another melody, and that speaks of another feeling. She's just talking about playing the piano? Just talking about this particular piano. There's just something okay, about okay. the way the chords ring out on it, and it just inspired her, and just kept. she just kept going and going and built this So whole... she found like a magical piano. That's what it sounds like, dude. That writes music for her. Yeah, she described she herself describes the album as a quote sensory exploration that allowed for a connection to a consciousness that I was searching for. It sounds like she was high as a kite, dude, when she was writing this. (laughs) (laughs) She's like the piano was talking to me. You know, some people are are better about expressing their feelings than you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she didn't say that it was a magical piano. That's what you said, brother. 
And let's just let this music play for itself. And maybe you will be like, you know what? That is a magical piano. All right. Dude, this record, man. Then this song. So I'm ready. Okay. I, and I'm glad I remembered to say this because it's true. This is a legitimate no filler record. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I need <laughs> okay. to stop and just let's just play. Let's just do let's it. Let's play a tune. All right. So uh, this one, I got to split up into two. Here we go. This is going to be lengthy, brother. The song is called Forever Young. That's top tier right there, Q. It's taunting, dude. The whole record is very... You know, we throw that word around. That word came to my mind as well. (laughs) So this record feels like a Talking Heads record at times. It feels like a Radiohead record at times. Uh, Yes, dude. Tom York is what came to mind for me as well. Yeah, not just the... like Yeah, and, and the cadence of... And the way she draws out words and... Yeah, a lot of it feels very Tom York. Yeah, yes, I was I was thinking the same thing. The way that the the the, the words kind of blend into each other, and the way that she holds the notes, right? Very reminiscent of Tom York. And apparently, she's known for her quote folktronica music. So she's been doing something folky mixed with electronic music. Apparently, she became well known through her collaborations with the Chemical Brothers. 
never really got into them, but they're mm. a huge electronic mm-hmm. act. Yeah. So here we go. Here's clip two from Forever Young. Yeah, haunting is the right word. Yeah. Captivating. Yeah, and the piano. I I can see now, Q, that that it's a magical piano for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Killer I love the I love the drums. Line. Yeah, the drums and bass, great. It looks like she has quite the quite the the list of uh, of of people contributing here. Yeah, so she self produced this. That's worth noting. Um, but yeah, that last that second clip there, that's kind of reminded me of like that collaborative feeling a collaborative route that David Byrne decided to take with Remain in Light, you know, Mm -hmm. just with the background vocals, just kind of jumping in every now and then just kind of lead lending themselves as another instrument. Almost. I, I got that vibe a lot from this song. There's lots of moments of really great jazz in this album. It's just, it's fantastic, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely hearing this up, dude, for sure. Dude, you're you're in for treats, man. So, anyways, that is Beth Orton. The song is "Forever Young" from Weather Alive. And passing it to you, brother. This is your last pick of the year. How are you gonna end it? All right, Q. Been sitting on this track all year because this is my favorite track of the year, hands down. Uh, the band is is no stranger to you no know, affiliate they run on. What you heard. Uh, I played a track from this record, uh, but this particular song, there's just something magical about it, dude. So this is a shoegaze alt-rock band from Brooklyn. They're called Manaxi, and I'm going to read this description because it's the perfect way to describe them. This is from their Spotify bio. It says, Manaxi's sound combines elements from classical, pop, and rock music from India and Pakistan with psychedelia, shoegazing, dream pop, noise rock, and electronica. That's uh, that ticks every box, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. music that we love. Exactly. And now this particular song features a guest vocalist named Theodora Curtis, who I haven't really dove too far into her stuff, but she she looks like a just another singer songwriter. But she shows up a couple times on this record. But anyway, I'm just gonna cue this up, dude. I'm gonna play the whole song because it's pretty short. But you got to hear the full thing. So again, this band is called Minaxi. And this song is called Adore.
I don't think I've ever felt more hopeful for rock and roll, dude. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's back in such an awesome way, dude. Like, 90s rock, that shoegaze grunge, grunge rock yeah. is back, man. It, that's a per, It's a perfect shoegaze song, right? Yeah. And and obviously that the change at the end, that what it shifts into is like pitch mm-hmm. perfect, smashing pumpkins, guitar tone. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get much better than that. And it, you want to know how I found out about these guys? They were self promoting this record on the shoegaze subreddit. Awesome, dude! Shout out to that subreddit again, dude. I love that group of people, dude. I've found so much great music through the shoegaze subreddit. Yeah, so so you know these guys posted about it, and they're they're extremely obscure. Like on Spotify, they only have six hundred and thirty three monthly listeners. Wow! And I'm one of them, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, there's not much attention on these guys. But they this record is really really incredible. It's called Lazuline. When it was produced by Simon Scott. Hello from Slow Dive. Yeah, you 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 know it's kind of surprising that this doesn't doesn't have much more of a following. But I mean, he, yeah, he shows up on one of the songs too. Well, yeah, man, they they deserve. I don't know if they're looking for it, but they deserve to, more listens, dude. They deserve the recognition. Yeah, and you know what? Spotify isn't the end all be all indicator, right? Sure. Uh, but yeah, it it still tells you like you get you got to look, man. The the good, great, incredible music is out there. It might not be front and center on, you know, all the all the the music blogs out there, the pitchforks and the stereo gums or the enemies and all that kind of stuff. But it's out there, man. You know, if you if you follow the right sources, you know, and Reddit is a great source sometimes, right, <laughs> for for things. I should right? get Especially dude, little yeah. little little subgroups, sub sub uh, cultures and stuff like that. Reddit does it better than any other social media platform. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You can really find your niche on yeah. that on that platform. But yeah, again, that track was called "The Door." That was my favorite track of the year, I think, hands down. Um, and yeah, I'm just glad I was finally able to share it with you all. All right, Q, what do you got? How are you gonna How are you gonna close out the year for No Filler? All right, I've brought a song from this guy before. It goes by Sunbeam Sound Machine. You know how I was talking about uh, Toro y moi kind of going from from chill wave slowly into more like psychedelia, jazzy stuff? I feel like this guy's done the opposite. And he's been active since 2013, so that was like towards the tail end, maybe right in the middle of like the chill wave dream pop movement of the 2010s. And he's dropped only three records since then. Uh, Lots of singles sprinkled here and there. But he has slowly gone more and more into the direction of that classic chill wave sound from the 2010s. And he's keeping it alive, dude, in such an awesome way. His album Possum just came out in October. I love this album, dude. I love this artist. And this is a freaking great song to end it with, man. A feel-good, good vibes tune. Here we go. This is, again, Sunbeam Sound Machine. The album is Possum, and the song is called Two Summers.
Good vibes all around, yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Great example of layer building, right? Yes. Just lots and lots of layers. Absolutely. He does it really well. And the harmonizing is really yeah, killer. I love how he how he drags on that last line over and over to, yeah, yeah. to finish it up. I love it, dude. What a great song. Great way to fin- to wrap it up, dude. Yeah, I think so. And I think it highlights what we've been saying all year about, you know, okay, so let's just take the track that I played, Manaxi Adore, and then this track. And like, I think this sums up 2022, or at least the, the kind of music that we fell in love with this year, is really exceptional indie sort of like bedroom poppy kind of people like mm-hmm. this guy uh, and countless other bands that we brought on what you heard. And then there's the Monaxi side of things, which is the grunge shoegaze revival. You know, we were obsessed with dream pop and like both sides of the, of the coin of shoegaze this the year. More, yeah. The more dream poppy chill wave kind of stuff. And the more grungy shoegaze kind of stuff. And that's pretty much all we listened to and played on this podcast all year, dude. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, and for good reason, dude. There's lots of great... And, you know, we we did... We were all over the place, like, as far as decades go. It wasn't all the new stuff that was coming out. But, I mean, we played... Didn't we do a whole album on Narrowhead? I mean, a whole episode on Narrowhead? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean if we if we look back to very first episode of 2022, uh Teen Dream Beach House, which is like, yeah. you know, sort of the if you wanted to point to one dream pop album from the 2010s. It started it, I think. Yeah. It started and then we went to back. Beach Fossils, Real Estate, and then we did our back-to-back Miracle Legion and Polaris episodes, which was oh, great. That was good stuff. We did another REM, funny enough. This might have been a rewind, actually. That had to be. Yeah, we had a rewind. Then we did, yeah, we did REM's first record. And then we did Catherine Wheel, Pale Saints, Hum, Lush, Drop 19s, Helmet, which was kind of a, a, a an offshoot of like hardcore and, and stuff, but still kind of like an alt rock kind of deal. Jimmy World, Unwound, which is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, dude, we, we yeah. Swirlies, the fa- uh, Sloan, Band of Susans, Narrowhead, Two, yeah. Pink Shiny Ultra Blast, Pansy Slip, <laughs> Spotlights. Now that was that was after I had after Ronan, and then Ronan came along. Came along, so you were and uh, me and Nathan did some some had some fun. Yeah, um, but then, yeah, we we went back to Slow Dive. It was a good year, man. So we had yeah we had some we had some good times, man. Good times this year. Really good year. Go back and listen to some of those episodes if any of those artists tickles your fancy. We did Cocktail Twins. We did Sweet Trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good stuff this year, man. 2022, we're, we're closing it out. Lots of great tunes were shared by all. Come back next year for even more. Um, not sure what we're going to do next year, but we'll figure it out. All right, Q, what are we going to do here to to close us out as far as an outro track? Hmm. We gotta have something to play here. Uh, how about play another Pincy Slow track? Okay. <laughs> right, good. Now I get to play the song that I was sitting on for months as, as what I plan to play. Uh, but it'll be a good one to close us out. Okay. So thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you listen to to just one episode this year, thank you for listening. If you're a, a 
frequent flyer. You like you listen a lot. Obviously, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for for tuning in every week. And you know, this is a labor of love for us. We love doing this. It's like you know, one of my favorite things to do is share music with people, and it's just been a blast doing this podcast. And and we're gonna keep doing it. Let's keep going into 2023, dude. So check us out on Instagram. I gotta be honest with you, you know. <laughs> It's been a while since I Anyone who listens to the show knows that we are just not fans yeah. of the social medias. I mean, we're just not good at it. No, we're know? not. The only reason I say follow us on Instagram is really more to say, like, reach reach out to us on Instagram. Reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah. It's a great way to get in touch with us. You know, recommend some music to us. What were some of your favorite tracks from this year? You know, let us know. We want to we wanna hear from you guys. Uh, so, yeah, just look for No Filler Podcast. You'll find us. And, of course, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's pantheonpodcast.com. And that's it. I'm going to close us out here with another track from Pincy Slow off of their record, Neglect. And we will see you guys next year. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Thank you, as always, for listening. The song is called Brutal in Red. Um,
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 